Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Content warning. This episode of Popcorn Pals discusses distressing themes including suicide and mental health. If you or someone you know needs support, please reach out to Lifeline on 13 11 14. Or if you're listening from overseas, reach out to your relevant providers. Hello, you're listening to a very special episode of Popcorn Pals, where I sit down with the writer-director of Australian documentary The Promise, Jai Curry. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff, and this is Popcorn Pals a popcorn podcast with Lee and Tim spin-off where I'll be joined by a rotation of movie-loving legend guest hosts to discuss the latest and greatest new big screen releases. It's the same salty fun with some new flavours. So let's talk The Promise for a minute, then jump straight into my chat with writer-director Jai Curry. The Promise follows the compelling and courageous journey of sports broadcaster Craig Hamilton, who battled mental health challenges and overcame suicidal thoughts. The Promise is written and directed by Jai Curry, starring Craig Hamilton, Paul Harrigan, Wayne Bennett, Tim Zhu, Jessica Rowe, Alan Weiss, Joe Williams, and Bailey Seema. The Promise is a powerful documentary that follows the journey of Craig Hamilton and aims to spark a conversation, an action, and a solution for mental health and suicide prevention. It aims to inspire empathy, understanding and action, fostering a nation that prioritises mental well-being and supports individuals on their path to recovery. Produced by Green Frog Productions, The Promise intertwines with narratives from some of the nation's prominent mental health experts, sporting icons, mental health advocates and with real personal stories. The documentary is an adaptation of Craig Hamilton's best-selling book, Broken Open, with writer-director Jai Curry at the helm, who I was fortunate enough to sit down with and interview. 
Jai grew up in Newcastle, Australia, and earned a bachelor degree in communication, majoring in media production in 2019, followed by an honours degree in communication majoring in film in 2020. Curry found his purpose in life by growing a deep passion and love for storytelling from travelling the world, now exploring this through the art of filmmaking. In my chat, Jai shares how he and Chris Hamilton started their journey to adapt his story into a documentary, his approach to tackling such a challenging subject, the alarming facts that exist around suicide, the visual language of his film, how his film helps to break down barriers in men's mental health specifically, and how he wants his film to help others and the importance of telling the truth. So, let's take a listen. This is what we haven't done. We've danced around mental illness and depression, but we've never really articulated that the worst possible outcome is when someone takes their life. Well, Jai, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about your uh, quite pivotal Australian documentary, The Promise, today. Your film follows a, a few subjects, but mainly that of ABC broadcaster Craig Hamilton, who as the the film explains and people that might know him as a as a well-known personality in the Australian media landscape on the eve of the biggest undertaking of his career some 23 years ago with the impending Sydney Olympics he had this gig he suffered a complete mental breakdown absolutely harrowing stuff how did you and Craig begin the journey together in adapting his best-selling book Broken Open into your documentary The Promise and it started Quite a while ago, we I know Craig obviously being from Newcastle, we're both from here. I um had heard his story and started like listening to his work. And he said a comment that kind of stuck out to me is that he said he wanted to be part of the solution, not the problem, and that not many people were talking about it. And this was obviously 20 years ago when he was going through what he went through. And it made me look at uh, my own industry and seen what films were around and there had been some done but nothing in the way that I thought there would have been so I just said to Craig we uh, we caught up for a coffee and I just said to him we should make a short film and just put it out there it was just me I'd directed it filmed it edited done all the lighting sound everything like it was just we'd done a uh, 10 minute short film we put it out last year on the 8th of September and it's just a 10 minute long a film called One Conversation. We just put it on YouTube and the response was just great. Everyone said, there should be more stuff like this. There should be a longer version of this. It should be more accessible. Like everyone just wanted more. So we put together a proposal and a budget for the feature, started sending it around and yeah, one thing led to another and here we are. Now, you're an up-and-coming Australian filmmaker relatively early on in your career, which is really exciting. You sound very compelled to make a movie about mental health and your conversations with Craig uh, obviously spurred that on and then the encouragement of people with the reaction of your short film were you apprehensive at all about tackling a subject like this with so many taboos coming at it from from every angle I think if I was we'd still be waiting for a documentary like this in Australia so mm. yeah, I want to do things that haven't been done before I want my work to inspire entertain motivate people and I felt like this was a topic and an opportunity that I seen. I thought it'd be silly if I didn't tackle this. And it's one of them things, you know, a lot of backlash can come from it. But at the end of the day, we're telling real stories. 
everyone that's sat down and done interviews with us, whether it's Craig or other people in it, they are sharing their story. And the film, I guess, is just a platform for everyone to do that. And yeah, not only just kind of shine a light on this topic, but I guess hopefully provide solutions and a way forward. Yeah, look, and and I think even though your film does represent a moment in time, you know, through anecdotal conversations that you have with your subjects, which you'll get to, but it's also an evergreen conversation about mental health and suicide prevention. I think your film is going to live on for, for many years because audiences can approach it at any point in their journey, be it them suffering with depression and anxiety or, or, or suicidal thoughts, or they identify that there are people within their network that need help. So your film is so important with, with that sort of intention behind it alone. I want to talk about Craig because he highlights that mental illness is not something that just happens to someone else, but is concerningly an illness that impacts many more lives than we may be aware of. And I want to list a few alarming statistics from your film that highlight that statement that Craig made, which suicide is double the road toll in Australia, which I found astounding especially from the lens that we report so freely and consistently on the road toll in this country, especially around holiday periods. I mean, at this moment in our conversation, it's school holidays. And so it's like a a nightly statistic about the road toll in this country, which is quite confronting, but we talk about it so openly. Why can't we talk about suicide in such an open forum as that to connect with with Australians so they know? A, A few other stats, eight Aussies die by suicide every day, there are 30 attempts a day. Suicide is the fourth leading cause of death in the world. This one I found really interesting. There are only 95 psychologists per 100,000 Aussies, 20,000 of which will have mental health issues. There's a disconnect there in terms of resource and stuff, isn't it? Now, your film leans into the emotional impact of the stories we hear from Craig and others, but what was it about those statistics that made you want to highlight them in your film? It was one of them things, the amount of statistics that we got during interviews and filming were, this was just a small glimpse of them, and it was just a matter of using the ones that seemed to fit the story structure and the narrative that I went with when making the film, but it's just, yeah, it's it's overwhelming some of the numbers and that, that when you really start looking into it, and they're all online for people to read, it's just really unfortunate. I want to talk about the opening of your film with Craig on a stage, which is a brilliant motif for life and the vulnerability that we sometimes find ourselves in. The stage being a platform for us to share our story. Craig shares his story. But in reality, when you're up there, you're exposed and vulnerable. The cinematography in your film is beautiful and at times quite foreboding. Naturally, with the subject matter, it it emotes certain visceral feelings so beautifully what was your brief to your dop bailey watson how you wanted to portray the subject of mental health and the stories within it we spent quite a lot of time in pre-production working out the look for the film especially like with lenses colors camera angles camera movements i had a very specific look that i wanted to go with and we spent a lot of time um, going through to make sure we can do that Obviously, something that's like documentary is a bit different to fiction where you can't, if something's just happening, you can't just go, hang on a second, redo that for me because yeah. you're documenting the moment as it happens. So we spent a lot of time in pre-production and making sure that we had the look ready to go. So if something that was to happen and we're filming it, we're very happy with 
how it come off. And I think we really, we really nailed that. All the research, obviously, and all our planning worked out for us. Very happy with the look of the film, and I think it's something that, for a documentary, you probably wouldn't see some shots that we've got. You'd probably think they've got more going to be in a fiction film. So mm. yeah, very happy. And Bailey's an incredible cinematographer. He shot my first feature film, and I'm sure he'll shoot many more to come. Great. So it sounds like you've got a you've got a really great creative relationship there and it certainly translates onto the screen i mean with lack of a better word i think cinematic is a term that comes to mind which i think is still appropriate because cinematic is big and grand and has weight behind it as does the subject of your film and so it pairs quite beautifully with how you visually tell the story with the with the really harrowing and brave stories that are being told within your movie again craig says that men are our own worst enemy and isn't that the truth uh and we're afraid to be vulnerable right even to ourselves why do you think men are so indoctrined to suffer in silence when it comes to their mental well-being i think it's just one of them things with society men are for many years on a it's changing time at the moment but for many years men were always looked at as the providers the saviors the ones that would protect and with that comes certain responsibilities of i guess a mindset Mm. and just slowly as time's going on there's nothing wrong with having that mindset still and um i think it's a great thing but it's also being in touch with you know if things aren't okay it's okay to talk and it doesn't mean that you're weak or it doesn't mean that you're not one of them things i've just listed it's just a matter of okay i'm having going through a period i'm going through something i'm a human i feel emotions it's just part of life yeah and your film tries to break down the barrier for men to openly identify and discuss their mental health was sitting down with uh, and discussing this topic with sport legends like Wayne Bennett and Tim Tzu part of that strategy to speak directly to men your audience about mental health yeah I guess they're um especially like Tim being a boxer and mm. the industry that he's in sport and hearing from someone like him that many people would look at as a really manly man like a warrior he chooses to fight people for a living um, and hearing him talk about the impact that mental health and stuff can still have on people, but also just how to avoid it and by challenging yourself in sports. And obviously Wayne talks about that with um, showing people what the sporting environment can can do to, um, you know, it creates an environment for people to um, have wins and challenges and losses and all that stuff happens in life. And it's just kind of they're them lessons that we can learn from a young age through sports and carry them on for our life forever. And I guess hearing it from two of the top in their in their fields was definitely the approach to that one. Yeah, it definitely makes a difference. I think you've done a really great job in shaping the the subjects of your film to speak to to all sorts of people and to open up the audience. Another subject which I was really, really uh, moved by was Jessica Rowe. You know, she bravely talks about her experience of postnatal depression, which is another area misunderstood and stigmatized around mental health, right? How did you find the balance to cover off so many areas of mental health? Because I feel like a standalone documentary on postnatal depression could be in the the future be it from you or another filmmaker how did you find that balance to give that sort of equal voice to these conditions that was just i guess one of the challenges in the film in general and even just with the the overall emotion of the film so there's times where people will laugh and 
it will be really lighthearted and happy moments. And then there's times where people will be sad and possibly cry. Mm. And the same as exploring, um, Brave was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. So that's a whole other thing we could go into. And then there's people like Jessica that went through postnatal depression. So it was just a matter of just finding them moments where we can seamlessly flow to the next story while covering as much as we can, you know, like an hour goes pretty quick. And uh, we, we do explore quite a fair bit and touch on a lot of things, but it was just a matter of just finding the balance and, and doing it so it didn't feel jarring and it was just we seamlessly explored the next topic or told the next story or heard from the next voice while just being on this journey and just unfolding all the story as the film goes through. Speaking of moments for audiences who will laugh and then cry, I think Craig's story is a really powerful one especially just quickly when, you know, he talks about his diagnosis of bipolar, but then the synergies he has with his mother who was later diagnosed in life. And that's that's a timeline in mental health, our understanding of it, right? How we deal with it because her diagnosis came after his, but she had clearly been suffering from it for many decades. And I find that a, quite a profound sort of result in how two different people with a, a similar condition explore and then get treatment at very different stages of their life. And you think, gosh, how could have their lives been different if there was education and, and, and all that sort of stuff around it. But where, where the film broke me was hearing from those who had lost loved ones to suicide, which in a way was almost a circuit breaker from Craig's story, but not, not a circuit breaker emotionally for the audience because um, there's just so much more to hear and learn from people's lived experiences these people were so vulnerable uh, with themselves and with you. How did you build and establish that trust with them for them to share their stories with you so freely? I guess that's just part of the set that we created. A lot of the interviews we sat down, we had enough time to um, sit there and have a conversation and get to the places that we needed to get to. Um, a lot of them interviews were an hour or longer mm. and we've cut four of them stories in about a eight minutes section i don't want to give too much away because i really encourage people to watch it because it is very touching but it is it's one of them things that i think makes our film very unique not every day somebody sits down and opens up like that even face to face with someone that they love let alone put it on screen exactly and share their stories in such a vulnerable and honest way and that's what really when i said at the start of um, this interview about there weren't many films done in this way they were like the ideas that we wanted. We wanted to show the realness to it and the rawness to this topic. You know, we're not going into watch, we're not watching a comedy or a, or a romance. We're watching a documentary on suicide, and this is what it is at the end of the day. So it was quite challenging to film. A lot of the crew, we had to have meetings and discuss planning attacks with it. And I had to make sure that everyone was you know, looking after their own mental well being as well. Mm. But it makes our film what it is for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and another thing that makes it stand alone is your film is as much for those who don't suffer from depression as it is for those who do. In a very emotional moment of the film, Craig shares that there is only one hero in this story, and it's Louise, his wife, who stood by him and, and continues to uh, decades into his diagnosis of bipolar disorder. How do you want your film to help those who need to find ways to help others? I guess it's one of them things, there's so much in there for people to take. I think people will resonate with what they need to at that time in their life. I think for people that may be in perfect state of health, they 
it might just give them better understanding of what other people might be going through and help them mm. find empathy for them people. A big part is, I guess, making, I don't want to, once again, give too much away around like the term, the promise, but having conversations with people when in a good place, pre-preventing them dark moments or pre-anticipating them if they may come is um, a big key message of the film. And yeah, it's just one of the things whether people are going through it themselves and can can help them go and seek help or someone might, may know someone going through it and might help them and want to reach out. But then there's enough in there for everyone to really take what they need out of it for sure. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And Jayan, wrapping up, thank you so much for your time. This has been a really great conversation, a really important one to have, which is the whole point of you having made this movie is that the conversations that come out of people watching the films talking about the film like we are and then and sharing that with people in our networks and community. So thank you. W- was there a promise you made to yourself about your film as you set out to make it? And has that promise evolved since? Uh, I guess just always telling the truth, being honest. Mm. I think if ever I'm in doubt, I always just go back to what's the truth here. I want to tell the truth with a lot of things. And I'm not shy away, not try to say things that will please people. You know, sometimes people don't want to hear the truth, but it is what it is. And that's just what we um, set out to do in the film. And I think we've done really well. So Amazing. And you and Craig are embarking on a national Q&A screening tour with all profits to be donated to Lifeline, which is extraordinary. Where can people see The Promise if they're in Australia? So we've got quite a few screenings, Melbourne, Adelaide. We're going up to Brisbane, Mackay and Cairns. All tickets are available on the Green Frog Productions website, which is my production company who made the film. Yeah, what profits going on Lifeline? We're doing Q and A screening, so it just gives audiences an opportunity to ask us questions straight after the film and get a better understanding. Whether if you want to ask me around filmmaking choices and whatnot, or if you want to talk to Craig about uh, mental health challenges. We've got it all covered through there. And um, yeah, we're just we're looking forward to giving people an opportunity early to watch the film because yeah, we're going to release it next year. And yeah, so we hope as many people as they can come along and see the film for sure. Jai, that's my hope as well. And thank you for making the film. Thanks for your time again today. And there is no doubt that your movie will make a lasting impact uh, to Australians and then a wider international audience, you know, if, if your film gets distributed and, and people are lucky enough to see it and experience it. So congratulations and well done, mate. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Tom. I think if we all shifted our attitudes and we shifted the culture around mental health, we could be intervening before it's at that crisis point. I feel so privileged to have spoken with Jai about a topic that is so easily pushed aside and avoided, right? Filmmakers like Jai inspire me to be a better person and do more to actively support those struggling with mental health and also prioritize my own health and well-being. Delving into the sensitive topic of suicide prevention, this documentary is a pioneering work that challenges norms and sparks vital conversations with a call to action. It captures authentic stories of individuals who have survived, lost, and overcame suicide. I hope you enjoyed this special interview episode of Popcorn Powers with the writer, director of The Promise, Jai Curry. Now, to engage with audiences directly, director Jai and Craig Hamilton have kicked off a Q&A screening tour across Australia, personally connecting with viewers to deepen the conversation surrounding suicide prevention. 
all profits generated from the tour will be generously donated to Lifeline, reinforcing the film's commitment to supporting those in need. To see where a screening of The Promise and its Q&A might be near you, simply visit www.greenfrogproductions.com. The Promise will be released in Australian cinemas sometime next year in 2024, and we'll fill you in as to when that happens. And as always, thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time. We are now on YouTube, where you will find our latest celebrity video interviews. Simply search Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.